The Accounting Influencers Podcast. Cutting through the crap to bring you the very best interviews, insights and wisdom. From the planet's most influential people in the accounting and fintech world. The Accounting Influencers Podcast. And a big shout out to one of our special podcast partners, Dex.com. They wear receipt bank. They've been through a great rebound. There's a lot of great stuff going on there, Martin, isn't there, at Dex? You know what, Rob? I always speak to accounting firms about having a strong, uh, clearly articulated value proposition really early on in their messaging. You know, as soon as you see that firm, it tells you something. When I go to Dex.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, it says right in front of me, we make accountants and bookkeepers and the businesses you advise more productive, profitable and powerful with better data and insights. Those three alliterative P's there, productive, profitable, and powerful. What a great, clear value proposition. So, as accounting practitioners listening to this, if you're looking to make your firm more productive, profitable, and powerful, not just for you, but for the businesses you advise, go to dext.com, that's D-E-X-T.com, and start a free trial or book a demo. Love that. Dex gives you more time and better data to advise on your clients' businesses. So your accountants get over to Dex.com. Thank you. It's Thursday. If you're listening on The Daily Show, this is the Accounting Influence Podcast. With our regular episode on Here's What Works for Accounting Practitioners, we look at the practical aspects of running a firm, being in a firm, being, in an, account, being an accountant in the practice and generally raising the bar when it comes to your career and the people that work with you. We've been doing a series, well, I've been doing a series on a topic very close to my heart, employer brand. I wrote a book a few years ago called Build Your Reputation. It is published with Wiley. You can find it on Amazon. I did a TED talk in a similar vein called The Personal Brand of You, which you can find on YouTube. It's had quite a few listens. And I'm fascinated why some people get chosen, get hired, and some don't. I'm also fascinated by the other way around, why some firms, some employers get chosen and some don't. And it comes down to this. It's your employer brand. We weren't talking about it much a few years ago, but in this great resignation, the war for talent, the labor shortage, the drift or drain of accounting professionals away from practice into industry, into commerce. In our early episode this week in the news, we looked at the increasing hiring going on in commerce and industry and retail and fintech and everything else, and there's a war on. So your employer brand is a valuable tool. The faster you start building it as an accounting practice, the better, because it's a great way to increase awareness of what you're doing, attract top talent, and you build a reputation as being a sought-after, favorable place to work, somewhere where people want to get involved. They want to be brand ambassadors for what you're doing. So I'm wrapping up this series with some final thoughts and tips on employer brand. We know that technology, regulation, increased complexity of work, the greater needs of business clients, loads of other disruptors have forced accounting firms to be more agile with change. And firms that are growing, probably like yours, that want to bring a new business, unless you act fast with talent and have a strong employer brand that attracts the right kind of people, you're going to struggle to fulfill your promises to your clients and you're going to lack the capacity to do the work required. So whatever you're promising on your website, whatever values it says, and we've done a separate episode, you can check on it. I'll put it in the show notes on the employer brand website. You've got to live it out. Candidates want proof and examples of how what you promise to employees plays out on a day-to-day basis. And this is attracting talent from new hires to senior partners. It's not just people coming into the game. It's attracting senior talent from other firms. Sometimes we call that lateral hires because people have done a lot of thinking about life over the pandemic. Lifestyle changes have been 
adopted by choice or sometimes forced upon them. People have got used to not commuting or got used to working from home. So are you as a firm doing what you can to be at the front of people's thoughts? If recruitment is holding your firm back from growing at the rate you want to grow, then it's a strategic challenge to get your employer brand right and devote time resources to it. So I'm going to overview 10 areas, 10, sorry, eight areas. I can count. I am a former high school maths teacher, eight strategies for better employer branding. And if you can get some of these right, then you've got a chance in this game. And one of the things you can do, I'll just mention it briefly. It's not a sales pitch, but with the, all of the interviews that we do here, accounting influencers, we do have a service whereby we interview your staff, your clients sometimes to talk about what a great firm of advisors you are, but your staff to tell the stories about why it's great working with you. And we give you these videos to boost your employer brand website, to put out on social media, to keep talent going internally. <clears throat> Pardon me. And we can create these videos for you. We can't do it for loads because I'm the one that usually does the videos and we have limited bandwidth, but we do like to work with firms that are progressive and want to create uh, videos with real people telling real stories about real life experiences working for your firm. So let's go through these eight here and see what comes up in no particular order. Audit your current employer brand. So where does it start right now? How good are you at attracting top talent currently? Where are the gaps? What's working for you? What isn't? That's one thing you've got to be thinking about. Then improve your recruitment process. If you're making people submit resumes and CVs through the post, print it off. If you're making them come in, to your office to an interview and you're not doing interviews online if you're putting them through all kinds of tests and everything else we've got some episodes coming up that says that psychometric testing and resumes and curriculum vitae are not the best indicator of talent and whether people will fit for your role so you've got to convince people to take a step towards you and your recruitment process is the way that starts isn't it so how do you advertise your vacancies how do you, you encourage people to take a step towards you and show any level of interest. What are the next steps like? And what is your interview process like? Next one is to reward your people properly. We've done a specific episode about that. People don't want to be rewarded in the way that you think. And providing you're paying competitive salaries, it's not just about what you're paying them. It's the benefits that are very personal to them. It's important to reward your people properly, personally, appropriately, because what motivates some employees might not motivate others. Next is to prioritize employee well-being. That was our episode uh, last week or the week before, losing count a little bit. Yes, uh, it was last week, episode one, two, four. Mental health is at a premium and people want to know how you're going to care for them. You don't have to hold their hand specifically, but we're in complex, challenging times and everybody's contending with something. We hear now of employee well-being first aiders, mental health first aiders that look after people at fair, put an arm around them, give them the right signposting, coaching, counseling, mentoring, whatever it is they need to do their job you're asking them to do. There might be challenges with not working. There might be challenges with bringing them back to the workplace. And we've been socially isolated for a couple of years. People might struggle with that. And you've got to look out for that and show that the duty of care you have for your employees is taken seriously. Next one is developing your existing talent. So it's no good being good at attracting new talent if your best talent is leaking out of the back door to your competition or to industry. So we've done an episode on that as well. That was episode 119. And here's what works, uh, developing your existing talent to showcase your employer brand. No good promising great things. You've got to make sure you're rewarding, looking after your existing talent, developing them, training them, nurturing them, coaching them, upskilling them equipping them with new knowledge they need for the new post-pandemic world, whatever that looks like. 
because best practice has changed and what worked last year will not necessarily work this year. Next tip for you is building employer advocacy. So this is getting people to talk about you, getting people to showcase your brand and personal media, social media, talking about what it is to work with you and engaging in your corporate post, your social media post, sharing those because the network of your people is bigger than the network of your firm, your practice. So getting them to be advocates of what you're doing, that helps them recruit their network into your firm. And there are ways to do that. Next, we did an episode on this as well. I will give you the exact one. This is building an employer website, employer brand website. There it is. Episode 89. What works in accounting with employer brand websites? So many good things coming out on that. I'm doing some work with a big recruitment company that are big on retention in doing critiques for accounting firm websites, so where we take a look at your website and give you the lowdown on how that comes over for a talent out there coming to your firm, looking for a place to land, looking for a story to buy into. And how do you advertise your vacancies and how you, do you distinguish your corporate brand from your employer brand? Because talent's not interested in, in your website logo and your value specifically, because most accounting firms sound and look the same. They're not interested in your sector expertise and all the qualifications that you've got, they're interested in what day-to-day life is like working for your firm. And you can showcase that on an employer brand website if you do it right, but a lot of firms do it wrong. An employer brand is hidden in some about us stuff or work for us amidst all your vacancies, which just show that you're inept in attracting the right kind of talent. Uh, Last one is tracking metrics and let your... L&D people, your HR people, your senior partners, your team builders know what is working and what isn't, what the uptake is, what your conversion rates are from inquiries into interviews, into bringing people on for the job, into keeping them for any length of time. Lots to think about. Let's wrap this up. Recruitment's never been easy, but arguably it's more difficult today for accounting firms than ever before. Attracting, retaining the right talent can be made easier if you have a strong employer brand. I've shared with you lots of tips over the last few weeks. And it's important not to fall into the trap of listening too much to the latest fad, the latest trend, losing sight of what employees actually want. So use your recruitment process to find this out, structure your whole recruitment pipeline into what kind of employees you want and what gives them the best possible chance to thrive in your firm. And ditch, please ditch the old model of a career for life because it's changed. The game has changed. Some young accountants want to come in, do 5, 10, 15 years with you and move on. So work with them on that basis. I used to be a teacher. They sold that as a career for life. Come in, do 40 years, grab a pension. But it's not a career for life. People want change. People want options. So you're going to make it easy for them to look elsewhere if you don't give them what they're looking for. Candidates are becoming pickier and choosier with the firms they want to work with. And whether it comes down to the money on offer, your work environment, your culture, your technology, your location, younger entrants to the workforce, uh, and even those senior people coming from other firms looking for a change, they're declining work because it doesn't align with their values. You're not getting a handle on diversity, inclusion, the environment, corporate social responsibility, ESG, environmental and social governance. If you're not big on those things, if you're not contributing to the environment, to society, to the community, it's a time when firms are going to have no choice but to walk the walk 
and walk the talk with your brand, your culture, your promises, your working environment. And COVID necessitated all of this. It demands from you unprecedented levels of agility and looking after your people, looking after their mental health, their career opportunities. The battleground is in talent. And to win, you accounting firm leaders have to take immediate steps to understand the diverse traits, capabilities, motivations of your workforces, because only by showing deep insight and caring and love and attention for what makes people tick, only that is going to help you attract the talent you need for the next phase of growth. There's a lot to think about. The war is on and the spoils will go to the best firms with the best cultures, the best employer brands, the best videos out there with their employees telling real stories about what it's really like to work for your firm. And we can help you with that. But for now, make sure you walk your talk, back up your promises with real life culture, real life examples, and you will win the war for talent. Good luck with your employer brand. And we'll see you on the next phase of this show, which will be called the best practice in accounting. It will come out on a Thursday. It will be similar to what you've got right now, but we'll be focusing on a brand new show, which you will need to subscribe for on your iTunes, Apple podcasts, whatever it is that you go. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next season. Have a great day.